Well, guys, you always don't get an opportunity to, to, to interview somebody and to have somebody on your show that, that you really admire, that you really seen grow up and you've seen him be, become the great man that he is. But I have Neil Weiner, man, the coach of Dunham. He's a great man, great father. He comes from great, great stock. He's a great, great person, man. And I, I just love this guy because I see his body of work and I've seen where he's, he's been. And um, as y'all don't know him, brother, you know him now. Because he, he's put Dunham on the map, and he's doing a phenomenal job. And he has a great coaching uh, tree in history, man. But I'd like to uh, introduce uh, Neil Wanda to you guys, man. Well, Kevin, it really is an honor to come and, and speak with you and uh, kind of share thoughts on football and the world today. And, you know, uh, I've been uh, I've been a Kevin Franklin fan since I was about 12 or 13 years old, you know, when you were an incoming freshman to Catholic High. And, just uh, such a great, great leader and a great example for young men back then. And, and now it's awesome that you're able to do the same thing through the Y and and be able to, to kind of share and influence people through your podcast. So uh, it's an honor to be with you, man. Hey, thank you, man. I thank you. Thank you for coming on, man. And and again, those are gracious words coming to an old man. I'm getting gray, brother. So that's a good, <laughs> that's a good word coming from you, man. A good word. So I won't... Um, you know, we won't keep you, but we just wanted to talk to your coach. Uh, first of all, we'll go through the COVID and and, and how does it feel, coach, to being back on on with your with your team and and then the precautions that you have to go through, but you're still back with your team. How does it feel to you? It, it's it's really been great. I you know, um, man, I have an awesome wife, an awesome coach's wife. I got three beautiful kids, and man, I love yes, my sir. family so much. And and having that time yes. to stay at home with them has really yes, been sir. a blessing for us. Yes, sir. All at the same time, I, I I realized coming back to football, how much I missed being around the kids and around the rest of the coaches and being able to actually coach and and do those things because uh, these last three days has just been uh, it's been awesome, man. It feels great to be back, and um, we're excited to to move forward. And certainly, there's there's new um, challenges and new procedures that we've got to follow, and so it you know it, it makes it challenging at times, but. Man, who wants life to be easy? You know, we got we got to work through some adversity and find ways to overcome, and, and that's what we're doing right now. So, you know, we have workouts for for football players at 7 a.m. Um, okay. You know, every day Monday through Thursday, and so they start lining up about 6:40 a.m. in their cars with either their parents or if they happen to drive, uh, and we we kind of have a big long carpool line, and we've got three three coaches uh, that each have uh, you know thermometer temperature checks that we do yes. and yes, go through a series of questions, you know, making sure that they're feeling okay and that everybody in the house is feeling okay. And, and so we, we get, uh, we get about 50 to 60, uh, screenings done in a matter of about 10 minutes. It doesn't take long, but, uh, but it's wow. kind of what we have to do. And, right. Uh, right now. The new reality is a new, the new, that's right. That's right. right. Yep. Right. And then right. you have to, to work in what we call cohorts now. I never knew that was a word until about three weeks ago. Um, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, basically, right. you got to work in small groups. Um, yeah. And so, because the way it works now, you know, if we've got one player uh, that has it uh, or has been exposed to it to his family, then everybody in his group is, is going to be out for 14 days or if they can uh, go and get, get tested and, and be negative. So, you know, Right now, we're working in groups of 25 because that's the max, and we want to try to maximize the time. But, you know, if one kid gets it, it, it can wipe out half the team for two weeks of training. So right. it's really important right. we try to teach the kids and the parents, you know, just good 
new hygiene practices and sanitation and all that good stuff. So it's de- definitely been a, a unique first week of the summer weather. Right. And, and, and coaches, and, and also you guys have to sanitize the equipment. Are you going, you, I saw, I saw some outdoor measures as well uh, going yep. outside. So those are two uh, measures that you're putting in as well, right? That's right. Absolutely. So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, if, you, if you're working in a, uh, kind of a public weight room area, you know, you're responsible for wiping down your bench or your bars and stuff like that. So we kind of adopt that now as a, as a school. And so, uh, you know, three to four times during a workout session, players are, you know, spraying down, uh, bars and wiping them down and disinfecting it, letting it sit. And then we switch to the next person and we try to get groups outside working as much as possible. I mean, that's just good for you regardless. Uh, but it certainly helps with containing any kind of spread of anything. Um, yeah, right. And then we've got groups that will work in a gym. So we, we kind of have them in three different spots. They've got a group that will be inside the gym, a group that will be in the weight room, and a group that will be outside. Okay, now that's kind of take coach. turns through the course of yeah. two hours, okay. uh, kind of hitting each spot. Yeah, I like that, Coach. I like the rotating and having them in different different areas. I love the spread, you know, spreading them out and, and using your facility. You're using your school. You're using your school to the to maximum to, to maximum um, uh, potential with getting guys in different spaces where they're not, uh, they call it cross-contaminating, where they kind of can cross in guys and there's too many guys in one space. So I love the fact that you guys are doing that, Coach. And being a uh, being a, a guy that, and I don't know if you guys know about, about me, Neil was very instrumental was adding a spread. He was very instrumental, like the air raid type of offense. He's, he, he was very instrumental in that. So how's that going to affect coach going forward with throwing the ball and having that, that spread type of offense and, and having it now, having to practice and you can't practice it. How is it going to affect you going forward? Meaning that, you know, you like to kind of throw the ball and spread offense and you can't touch a ball just yet. And how that going to affect you guys? Right. So we're, we're limited on how much football stuff you can actually do right now. Yes, you, you can technically uh, pass the ball from one person to the other, but then you know, you're supposed to wipe it down uh, after every couple of reps and then use right. the ball. So I, I know for some schools it's almost more trouble than it's worth uh, trying to get that work done. So a lot of folks are just really practicing on the, the strength and conditioning part right now. And then okay. in July they'll move into the football part. Um, okay. And so I, I think everybody will be a little bit uh, behind compared to where they normally are. But from a conditioning standpoint, I think come August, everybody's going to be in great shape, ready to go. Um, some of the X's and O's, some of the timing that you might normally like to have, clicking full speed ahead with quarterbacks and wide receivers, maybe right. a, off a little bit. But to be honest with you, you know, if we go full speed ahead in July, we're really working on pass route combinations and working on timing. Uh, you're talking about six weeks before you'd actually play somebody. So. You know, we, we should be in good shape. But certainly right at this moment, yeah, our, our kids are behind. But they'll, they'll be okay. Right, right. So, you, yeah, you, you'll catch up. You're still – football is a, it's, it's a mechanic thing. It's a muscle memory thing. So it won't take them long, right, Coach, to get back. That's right. Get back into the regular regular flow of things, Coach. Okay. I got you, Coach. Well, you know, the, the second question, Coach, was those, those two questions. And the second question has to be the most biggest one on, on everybody's agenda right now with what's going on with race relations and what's going on right now with our culture. And um, I know we, you can't get too deep into it, Coach, but uh, uh, how is it having those conversations – with, with some of the so some of the your players, I don't need a statement from you. I just need to, you know, I just yeah. need something more. Sure. To what's going on? Well, is is um, you know, there's a lot of folks that that are worried right now. There's a lot of uneasiness right now. But uh, yes, sir. 
you know, you can't you can't have healing unless the wound gets exposed. And so, I like that. Uh, to like me, that. I, I I look at this as uh, as an incredible opportunity for for God and for the Holy Spirit to do some work right now, um, because we need it. And I'm not trying to make a statement, but um, you know, racism is real, and, and we got a lot of folks. Uh, yes, it doesn't matter what school you're at. You know, it yes, could sir. be uh, the Dunham School, it could be at Calvary, it could be at Panama, it, it could yes, be sir. at uh, at, at or, right, um, right, that's right. right. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Right. The the family that you grow grow up in is what helps kind of set the, the lens that you look at the world through. And so, yes, there's a lot yes, of sir. folks that tell their kids, "Hey, racism isn't real. It's not. It's not like that." And and unfortunately, that that's a lie. You know, right. racism is real. It, it's here yeah. in Baton Rouge. It is, it's here in Louisiana. Yes, it's here in America. Yes, and yes, and and while we want to keep addressing it and attacking it, um, it'll never be completely healed because we live in a sinful world. So um, right. I'm excited from a coach's standpoint that I get to be face to face with our kids and not not just our our black players who are who are going through a, an incredible time in history uh, right now, but yes, our right. black players as well who need to maybe need some great guidance. And, and how yes. they can help and be a part of a solution. Um, yes. You know, you can send a text message or you can post on social media all you want, but you know, if you got to do that for your players to know your heart, you got more problems, you know, than than yeah, than, um, yeah. Your locker room is going, is going the other way, brother. It's, just, it's not going. That's to right. That's exactly right. That's exactly yeah. right. So, right. Uh, uh, to me, while there's a lot of unrest and uneasiness right now, I, I you know, I, I feel that God's working. So I, I'm excited about changes that are going to come about yes, uh, from this. And, yes, uh, you know, for, for us, it was one of the first things that we that we talked about when we finally got kids back on Monday uh, Good. to be Good. able to, to handle it. And, and look, I, I think I think a coach is lying if they said they've never had to deal with anything race-related in their locker room. And, oh, yeah, uh, Coach. That's, it happens. Know, right. Right. That's right. That's right. You you know, I, I, got, I, I can still remember when Carl Bernard came and spoke uh, to Calakai. You, you may yes, have still sir. been in school when he came and spoke. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how, uh, you know, uh, a fellow white student in his PE class that he was friends with, you know, through the heat of competition, you know, used the N-word uh, directed directly at him. Right. And uh, that was something that they had to deal with. And so right. you can have best friends. And when, when you know, when those things come out, emotions come out, and sometimes you say things that are truly on your heart, and sometimes you say things that you just don't know right. what else to say, and you say something that's hurtful. And so right. Right. We, you know, we've we've had to deal with that in our locker room and at different times, no matter where I've been at. So, uh, so it, it's just – I'm just glad that, that we have coaches um, – whether it's at Calicai or Parkview or Zachary or Central uh, or wherever in our area, they love kids and they've got great hearts and they want to use these as teaching opportunities. Right, and that's what we need, uh, Coach. And I love the, the, the love of the Christian man in you that that allowed to you to to, to to grace us with those words was the fact that you know it's an opportunity for God to work on some people and work on this world and, and work on some of our locker rooms and work on it's just an opportunity for them to work on everything and um, even even some yeah. of the coaches relationship with their with their household for them to be able to be home for three or four months to be with their babies coach that was big man especially for some coaching fathers that has been gone for what ten years they've been coaching for twenty years you know what I mean yeah. it's just 
and for Absolutely. a wife to have her her husband home for three months, that was big for a family, Coach. So you, yeah. you said some absolutely wonderful words, Coach, and I, really, I appreciate you saying those words, Coach, and it really means a lot. So, Yes, it truly means a lot, Coach. We're going to take an opportunity to take a break right there, Coach. Do not touch that dial. We'll be right back with Neil Wine. We're going to get into the season. We're going to get into his season and, and how it looks, his outlook for the 220 season. Don't touch that dial. We're going to pay some bills. We'll be right back. Need to build a website? If you're a doer like Mark, check out Fiverr. Not a doer? Check out these cats chasing a laser. Nah, you're a doer. I'm Mark, and I like to get done. So when I needed an e-commerce site with all the bells and whistles, I went to Fiverr and got one. It was so simple. I just searched, clicked, and ordered. I know nothing about building a website, but all you have to do is filter by your time and budget constraints, and Fiverr delivers a list of amazing freelancers who can help you. Hmm. Five-star rated, level two seller. Let's see her portfolio. These are some amazing work samples, and they're all within my price range. Sweet. And on my timeline, what other way is there? Brilliant. Now that's a good-looking... CEO. Stop dreaming and find your website builder at Fiverr.com. Going into going into the the, the season, um, and, and been talking about your season that you had last year. Uh, how do you feel as far as how is it different from the team you had last year from the team you had this year uh, as far as your leadership and going in? How do you feel about the, the leadership and as far as how your team is? Because you, you guys made a good run at that thing last year, man. And I had you on my yep. my top ten, Coach. I don't know if you remember. You see it. I know. I, I saw that. We, we cracked the top ten. <laughs> I like it. I Coach, like y'all it. was We're going to climb up this year. Coach, y'all gonna ball, coach, and I already I loved it because I I gave everybody it was everybody I just it don't it didn't matter black white it didn't matter what school you yeah. had it was it was just if you were balling I I put you up high on the list so coach how do you feel going into this new year uh, with your team you had last year with some changes you had in the lineup and how do you feel this year about your team coach Yeah, we I tell you what we're excited our kids are excited now look we we lost some some good quality football players you know. Uh, we lost our the defensive MVP of our district, Rhett Gidry, who was a two-way yeah. starter for us. He was a weapon yeah. on offense. He was unblockable on defense. And so that that's tough to replace. We had two senior quarterbacks that rotated, and, uh, you know, that that's not easy to replace. Um, no, you know, not at all. Not at all. Um, and then we had some multi-year starters in the secondary, you know. So, you know, we went from uh, Derek Stingley, you know, roaming the secondary for four and a half seasons, dominating, right. and then – uh, all of a sudden, you know, this year, uh, you know, we're going to have some brand new faces out there, uh, just two years removed that haven't played a whole lot. So, however, one of the good things about being, uh, here at the Dunham School and a lot of smaller schools get to take advantage of, if they're smart, is they, they play a lot of kids, um, throughout the season to give rest, yes. you know. Right, right. Your best right. players, you want on the field all the time, but, um, Man, if you can give a ninth grader or a tenth grader an opportunity on a Friday night to get out there and show what they can do, it's only going to prepare them for the future. And so, you know, we've got kids that this might be their first year to start, but they've been playing on Friday nights, contributing the last few years, so they're primed and ready to go. So, man, we're we're really excited. You know, football is won. You know, in in the trenches, and um, yeah, you know, don't matter how good that running back is. You know, it doesn't matter if it was. Uh, Brad Sagan wearing number twenty, or Kevin Franklin wearing number twenty. You right. got you got to have some time in the block, and so yeah. you know, you got to be able to move some people, coach. That's right. You got to move some people. No doubt. Right. 
So our defensive line, we got three out of four starters returning up front, and then on the offensive line, we've got like three and a half starters. We had we had two kids that ended up becoming starters because of injuries last year, so they weren't full time starters, but they got to play a bunch. So you know where you really need the experience, we we've got it, and then um, we've got a, a, a dynamic running back, you know, like Mini Clyde, you know. So uh, I've been watching yeah. uh, Calante Wilson. Uh, play football along. He's been teammates with my son since they were in the third grade. So, uh, wow. Old, old wow. Liner, he's okay. been watching those games for a long time and yeah, watching Calante yeah. come up. Yeah. And he said that about three years ago. He said, man, he reminds me of, uh, of, uh, of Clyde, you know, and, and, uh, mm-hmm. and he does. So, yeah, he's not real tall. He, he's right at about 5'5, five, five, but, you know, he's 180 pounds and, uh, and he's, you know, thick legs, got breakaway speed and can run over you, run around you. So, uh, so, you know, he was our go-to guy. He was our offensive MVP as a 10th grader last year. And okay. we got him back. We got some speedy wide receivers. So, uh, we're, we're excited. We got two quarterbacks that will be competing. And, uh, man, both of okay. them are pretty special talent. So, uh, so we're young excited guys. about that. And then, are they young? Yeah, so one will be, one will be a junior. He transferred okay. last year, uh, then in spring. So he had to sit out. And he can throw it really well. And then we've okay. got a big old uh, freshman that, that'll be coming up playing varsity for the first time, and uh, he's a, he's a big boy. I mean, he's six four, two ten right now, and uh, he can throw it well, but he'll he'll flat run over you. So uh, we got two guys, and we'll use both of their great skill sets on offense. And then defensively, um, you know, our defensive line is going to be our strong point. We got two starters returning to the secondary: Braylon Titus is at corner, and, and Jordan Malera at safety, and then. Uh, linebacker, we'll, we'll have some fresh faces in there. We, we had some, some two-year, I mean, uh, we had two inside linebackers that were multi-year starters for us. Uh, one of them, Coven Linebacker, his dad, Randy, is our defensive coordinator. Linebacker. Yeah, linebacker. Yeah. 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 Uh, so they'll, they'll be tough to replace him and, uh, uh, Nick Swear. Uh, you probably remember Coach Danny Swear from back Danny in the day. Swear. Uh-huh. That's Danny right. Swear. Uh-huh. Danny Swear. Yeah. Coach, yeah. Coach Swear's son, Nick, was a senior last year. Those were our two inside linebackers. And Man, they were great players, but uh, but we got some good young guys coming up. Patrick Day will be a senior next year, and uh, Matthew Weiner uh, will be be another inside linebacker for us as a junior next year. So, man, we're, we're fired up. We're ready to go. We got two kickers back, so we we we're we're ready to take it to the next level if we can and, and get past that semifinal hump and make it to the state championship round. And if you ask me, Dunham will make a run deep into the playoffs, deep into that state championship next year. We want to take a, a quick minute to tell you guys about uh, Gumbo Sports and the opportunities we have with our company. Guys, we have sponsorship opportunities. You can always be a part of the show at 504-233-2006. Hey, man, be a part of it. Be a sponsor. We're looking forward to seeing you. Now back to the show. We know we, we kind of know about the tree. We know your dad. We know you've been yeah. with seeing. You know it. <laughs> well, Coach, tell us about your philosophy and, and does that add? And tell us about your philosophy first. So tell us about what you've done and how you inputted all those things to make who Neil Weiner is as a great coach in Baton Rouge. Yeah. Well, you know, first of all, I, I try to I try to have priorities. I try to teach priorities, and I do my best to try to keep those things in line and. You know, yeah. our priorities here at, at, at Dunham, we, we start with, with faith and then it's family and then it's your future, which for us is academics and then it's football. And I, like I, I try my best to do those things, do those things in my own personal life. And so, you know, I really see coaching uh, just like when I saw my dad do it on a daily basis. And then I had the, you know, the privilege and honor to be close with Sid for so long and see the way that he does it. You know, football really is a call and it's something that I think God has placed 
uh, men and women in athletics uh, to help try to try to help kids and families out. And so I, I try to look at everything that we do in that lens. Um, yeah. You know, when we hire coaches, I, I want I want people of character. I mean, there's lots of people that can get on YouTube and learn football. You know, I mean, the the, the average fan these days knows a lot more than they did 20 years ago. Right. So, you know, learning yeah. the X's and O's can be kind of yeah. easy, but we want we want people who care about kids and can do it the right way. And so we we kind of start that way. But you know, we 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 think it's important at, at Dunham. Um, you know, everybody has. Uh, core values to their program everybody's got a culture and whether you do it intentionally or not is up to you and so you know if somebody comes in and sees your program whether it's on a friday night playing a game or the way they work out the way they practice um they're gonna they're gonna leave you know uh, impacted one way or the other and so we really try to be intentional in how we teach our core values so we we use the acronym heat h-e-a-t and so you know heat for us the the h means heart and so, you know, our our, line, our our defense coordinator, Randy Lindecker, he's always fired. He, he's always yelling, you got to have heart. you got to have heart. you got to have heart. Yeah, and Coach. Right. To, to him, you know, he's really saying you can't be scared. You know, you got to go full speed. you got to get after it. And, but the truth is uh, he's right because the, the Bible says that, that perfect love casts out all fear. And so we, we tell our kids, if you love your teammates, if you love your mom and dad, if you love the game of football, well, you're going to go full right. speed and you're going to not not out of people and you're going to take on guys that are bigger and faster and stronger right. than you because yeah. you love your teammates you're not going to let them yeah. down so yeah. you're willing to sacrifice yourself so so hard is a big part of it and then we talk about effort you know yeah. in the Bible Colossians 3 says whatever you do do it on to the Lord and not for men and so we're going to give tremendous effort in whatever we're doing uh, because we want to honor God with the talents that he's given us and then right. you know, the the, right. the A is for attitude you know I think everybody's heard the 1090 before Coach Stingley uh, Big Sting not not Little Sting who's tearing it up thing. in LSU right now but his dad he's yeah. been coaching with us for the six years I've been at Dumb and he'll be back next year that's his yeah. big personal mantra 1090 you know life is 10% what happens to you and 90% is how you handle it and respond to it so we're going to look at everything that comes our way as, as a positive uh, opportunity to make, make ourselves better and it doesn't matter if we're down by three touchdowns or we're hurting at the end of a practice. We're going to have a great attitude about it, and, and we're going to enjoy the process. And then the T is toughness. And, you know, you got to be tough. you got to be, be physically tough. tough. That's, an, that's yes, a sir. huge part, yes. of, part of it. But you got to be mentally tough because life's going to be difficult. It's not given to you. You're going to have tough times when you're married. You're going to have tough times raising children. You're going to have tough times finding a job sometimes. Right. You got to have that perseverance, that grit, you know, that just says, "I'm just going to keep on, keeping on." And um, you know, in the Bible, my favorite, my favorite scripture is Galatians six nine. Galatians six nine says, "Do not grow weary in doing good, for in due time we'll reap a harvest if we do not give up." And that's that's, that's toughness, you know. I'm just going to keep yes. on doing what I know is right, yes. and yes. I know that it's going to pay off in the end. Yes, that's it, Coach. And, I, and that's what I love about you, Coach, because. You, you you intertwine your faith with 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 who you are and, and your coaches and that comes across in your programs. They come across in, what, in them loving you and, and and who you are and who you are as a coach, man. And I, I love the fact that you're spreading nothing but good things out into the community, coach. And the last one, coach, I want to talk to you a little about. Yeah. You know, this is something that touched me closer, coach. Is that coach Wanna retired? You know, your dad retired, and he said. 
he wants he want to see you coaching. He want to see his grandkids play ball. And coach, that, that that coach, what did that mean to you, coach? What did that mean that your dad was willing to? He, he knew he was coming to the twilight, but he knew he was giving it up to say, I want to watch my son uh, finish strong. I want to help my son in any way he could to finish this thing strong. How did that mean to you, Cole? What did that mean to you? Well, it's really special. We, we've had an awesome relationship. And, it, you know, I want to say, you know, Catholic High and J.P. Kelly and Lisa Harvey, um, you know, when, when, when Dad started getting, you know, the last couple of years, you know, um, you know, they – they let him know, like, hey, you're Dale Wine or you're Catholic High, and you you can you can stay here and coach as long as you want. You know, this is always right. going to be up to you. Right. And uh, you know, I think it's something that he maybe started planning in his heart and in his mind, and, and uh, got yeah. to that point where he said, you know what, I, I think it's time. And you know, he's, he's still teaching there full time, and uh, oh yeah, you know, oh, yeah. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure yeah. teaching from a computer was a challenge for old pops, but uh, yeah. but I know <laughs> yeah, he, I know he right. did great, right. and I know those right. those freshmen in those civics class love loved all of his stupid corny uh, dad jokes he always tells. You know? Right, 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 um, <laughs> right. You know, right. my my dad has, has been you know like a best friend to me and a mentor all at the same time my entire yes, life. Sir. So yes, sir. It, it brings me a lot of joy to see uh, see Dale and Lindy Weiner, you know saving their seat, getting to the stadium early, you know, while pregame is going on right, and uh, right. getting set up so they they can watch me. But uh, if I'm honest, I think they're they're watching number 45 out there. They're grandstanding <laughs> a lot more than they're watching me. Uh, yeah, yeah, they watch watching the baby. Yeah, they they watch the baby. They ain't watching you, man. But that's, that's a good right. thing. We'll take it, though. We'll take it however it comes. You know, yeah, I've heard the, the, the grandparents love the babies more than they love us. So I've had the both sides That's of right. it, man. So it's good to see you grow, good brother. Time. I won't keep you long, man. So it was a good thing to yep. see you grow. So, um, well, thank I you, appreciate man. that, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you Absolutely, for being a man. man. Absolutely. Brother. And I'll tell you, I, I, I said it earlier, but I meant it, Kevin. I mean, uh, you know, you, you were two years older than I was. So yes. you know, when you yes. first started those summer workouts and, and doing the summer work program at Calagai and I was getting to know you, and my dad was going, hey, you need to remember the name, Kevin Franklin. Boy, he just showed up, and you should see this kid run and the whole deal. And, right. you know, I was always tagging along my dad, you know. We, uh-huh. I think yeah. you and I got to, got to ride together with him, you know, whether it was after practice or going to visit school and things like that. And, uh, yes, sir. Man, that was just yes. special times that helped, helped shape me because, you know, especially in a time that we're going through right now, you know, yeah. when uh, here I am. You know, I'm a white kid at 10 years old going to private schools without a lot of black kids. Right. Um, you know, right. You, were, you were really one of the first, you know, uh, black kids that I got to kind of call a friend and, and, and be right. with and spend right. time with. And so having that time uh, was really special and important to me. And, and, man, just the example that you've been always smiling, always laughing, but always working so hard and wanting to lift other people up. Kevin, that's pretty special, man, and uh, I, I appreciate you reaching out to me and having me on with you. Man, it's, it's a pleasure, brother. It's a pleasure, and I want to end with the fact that, guys, you never know uh, who, who life you're going to affect, and this is how we affect change because, you know, yep. you know, you were watching me. I was watching you. Y'all, you it, it goes both ways. Race relations goes both ways. I was helping Neil be a better man. He was helping Kevin Franklin be a better man because I was getting to know Neil. And Neil was getting to know Kevin Franklin from the inner city ghetto projects. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was getting to know yeah, uh, he, from the inner yeah. city. And I was getting, and but that lays the foundation to be able to help athletes 
to where we are now. We, we, we can help. Me and Neil can help. We're on the front lines of this thing because we were those guys. We were you 20, 30 years ago because we, we crossed those barriers. You know, and that James's right. stories, these are the stories that your, your, your kids need to hear. These are the stories that your, the listeners need to hear and your kids need, they're they going to hear this and they're going to be like, wow, coach rolled with Kevin Franklin. He, he chilled with Kevin Franklin. Yeah, he did. Your coach went to the project. He picked me up from the project. He picked me up from where I lived. And yeah, your coach did that when he was younger. So that laid him the foundation for him to be a better man and to be a husband and to be a better, you know, father to his kids. And he can understand race relations in this world because you did them. So that's what yep. we're doing, Neil. That's the, that's what the legacy that we're leaving, man. So thank you for helping my life too, brother. Thank you, you and your dad, you helping my it. life and y'all helping me, man. So appreciate you, brother. I don't want to keep you anymore. I know y'all got one more workout today and y'all go kill it, man. <laughs> All right, Kevin. Thanks so much, man. You have a All good right, one. All right, brother. All right, you too. Take care. All right. Bye-bye.